hello, hello, and welcome to the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast. I am your host, Brianna Wilkerson from Made Well. I'm holistic health and life coach and essential oils advocate on a mission to really empower you to be healthy and thrive in all areas of your life. So this podcast is all about that. It's all about seeing you thrive in more than just your physical health, but in your emotional, mental, spiritual, financial, relational, and vocational health. So you'll find solo episodes, interviews, as well as panel episodes, all designed to really encourage you and move you forward in your whole health and life. You'll also find bonus essential oil features really empowering you to know how to use essential oils in your everyday life. So I'm so glad you're here. And be sure to share the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and let me know your thoughts. So let's get started. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast. I'm here, your host, Brianna Wilkerson, holistic health and life coach and essential oils advocate. And on this episode of the podcast, we're starting a series called the No Floss series, all about restoring your relationship with food, your body, and yourself. And I thought, what better person to really have on this series with me than Nikki, our Nicole Krantz, and who's really one of my good friends, and we just get each other around this topic. And so... I just want to introduce you to Nikki. So, intru- Nikki, you just introduce yourself to introduce us. Introduce yourself. <laughs> um, hey, guys. I'm Nikki, or Nicole Krantz. Um, like Bree said, I'm so happy to be here. You're really, really good friends. We've just bonded over a lot of similarities in our story of just <sighs> struggle. <laughs> like, the no- I love the name of this is No Flaw Series. It's just understanding that with people by your side, to help you understand who you are is so important. And Bree's been one of those people for me. And um, what else do you want to know? I'm 25. <laughs> I usually have huge curly hair, but it's it's braided down now. So I'm, I'm a little bit more organized with my hair this morning. Um, yeah, I used to, just a little bit about me, I used to be a fitness trainer um, at a CrossFit gym here on Island. And then I took a step back just from things going on in my life and I'm hoping to get back into that soon in the future. And there will be another, (laughs) we'll do another podcast about that in the future. But yeah, that's, um, taking steps to be confident in myself and realize that, you know, the role that I had as a fitness coach impacted me so much that I actually want to take it a step further and make it my own business in the future. I'm going to call it fit and free, you know, and that goes along with what we're talking about with Brie this morning, just understanding, like freedom and who you are and um, pursuing fitness. Yes. It looks good for your body and everything. Right. But freedom and being able to know that who you are is actually enough. And so um, I'm really excited to talk more about that just on a general level this morning. So yeah, it's me. Tell us about eggs and donuts. Oh yeah. So my little side hustle that will eventually take over to be a lot bigger. I do. I'm a very complicated soul. Eggs and donuts. It's very funny because food (laughs) has been a struggle, right? But food is also something to be celebrated. And, you know, how do we walk in this, in this place where food is not your enemy? Food is something that should be, should make you happy. I mean, like Bible specifically says, taste and see that the Lord is good, right? It's like referencing food. So like, you know, like food, it just makes you so happy. It's usually the center of every celebration ever. Anytime anybody's celebrating anything, food is involved, you know, and it just, it makes you happy, but it can be abused. And so the places that I've walked in in life, I just want 
to be able to find that happy medium where food is not abused and I don't use it as a comfort or an addiction or anything like that. But it's something that like, this tastes good. I want to try it and let other people know that, hey, this chocolate cake at the Marriott is amazing. You should come try it. But people are at different levels with their food, you know? So I started this Instagram account called Eggs and Donuts and um, it will eventually turn into something bigger where I'm growing it in the small business phases right now, like the small steps before it becomes something bigger where I just, I wanted people to just kind of be like, Hey guys, look at this. I'm at this restaurant. I'm trying this. I found this product at this grocery store. It's awesome. You should try it. Just kind of promoting things that I find things that I taste. And, um, it started to become a lot bigger and people were like, Oh, you should make this into something like more established. And so I was like, okay. So the, the hope is to eventually partner with restaurants and, you know, get them to ask me to come on board to taste test things that they have on their menu and to review it. If I have like a bigger following, people will be able to actually like, um, to follow along with my, not critics, I don't like criticism of food, but you know, like my reviews and um, to know what to order and expect. So there's big things in the future for that too, but it's kind of like a complicated story where food used to be something I was afraid of, but, but I started Eggs and Donuts as something to empower people to feel free to have foods that aren't necessarily always healthy, but you're not supposed to eat salads for the rest of your life either. You know, like you should have a nice balance of both in your life of keeping yourself healthy but enjoying something that's decadent and a treat, you know? So I just like to empower people to walk in that journey. So that's eggs and donuts also. <laughs> so follow me. <laughs> yeah. And you know, if you want Nikki to review, you're in Cayman at least. She's eventually going to go international. But if you're in Cayman at least and you want Nikki to review your restaurant, let her know at hello at eggsanddonuts.com, right? Uh, yeah. Like, there, or is that Nikki? Cool. Nikki, it's Nicole. Okay. Yeah. If you Sorry. want to email me, that would have been a, that's the smarter one. I should have done that actually, but it's Nicole and I C O L E at exandonuts.com. You don't need to say hello. It's fine. So, that's awesome. And then you know, because the British spelling is of donuts is D O U, mm-hmm. but mine does not spelled that way. It's D O N U T S. She's American. Yeah. Yeah. D O N U T S. Sorry. Yeah, and I just think it's a beautiful. You're that's a beautiful thing that you're. Like, you know what? I believe in fitness. I believe in it. I believe in taking care of nutrition and your body and stuff like that. But I do believe in also enjoying food. So here's these two different things, you know, fit and free and then eggs and donuts, right? And that's kind of even how, you know, we both live our lives right now that we eat well and exercise during the week and then we enjoy something that we want, you know? Uh, So I love that you kind of um, both. So people can really learn more about you through there. So as we kind of just frame this series for people, I think it's very important to stop, to start talking about like what, you know, this, this series called No Flaw and it's based off of Song of Songs 4-7 that says, you're altogether beautiful, my darling, there is no flaw in you. And it's something that, you know, if you guys are listening, I'm going to try to put like a little affirmation thing together for you so you can repeat it. But basically, I remember getting this verse from my now husband one time in a card or something. And I think it was, I was like, oh, that's sweet. You know, like, that's really sweet of him. But then I started really thinking about it and thinking there is no flaw, like not even one. Like you're telling me I'm good. And so, and I just started thinking, okay, what's actually been my relationship in my life with feeling flawed and not feeling enough? Because if we really look at what the definition of flaw means, you know, there's many different, but basically dictionary defines a flaw as a mark fault or other imperfection that marks the substance or object. And I just feel like in this society, we are constantly being told we're not good enough, we're not doing enough. So we try harder 
But then because we have the back of our mind, that's not enough. It's like this never ending cycle. Yeah. And especially as women, not, and then you, then you could talk about your finances, your food, all these other areas, but what has been your journey overall just with um, feeling like enough and feeling that there is no flaw in you? Like, have you, what's the journey with that? Well, um, first of all, I, um, I want to say that like, there is no arrival. Um, because I think someone like my personality type where I'm like, okay, like, just give me the rules, give me the guidelines, just give me the book. I'm a very hands-on how to fill in the blank, you know, like, just tell me what I got to do and I'll do it. You know, like, I'm just very methodical in that way. I'm a very list oriented person. Right. So, um, I always see things as like a plus B equals C, you know, but that's not always the case, right? It could be like Z plus one equals blue. So like, it just doesn't make sense sometimes. And so that's been my journey where since I was younger, since I was like 12, like most females and even males too, um, adolescent, adolescence, you just feel like once you reach like into your teenage years, you become very aware of your body. And I started dieting from the time, dieting from the time I was 12 or 13. And I mean, like just fill in the blank here, like all through middle school and high school, you're just, you're trying to fit into an image that you thought you were supposed to be like. And I mean, it's the same, I'm not trying to make light of it, but it's, it's a very, this is not, I'm not the first person to go through this where you see the skinnier girls and you want to look like them. Like everybody goes through that. Right. So that was me in my high school years. But then I look back on my pictures and I'm like, what was my problem? I looked so good in high school. Like, what was my issue? You know, now I feel like I have a problem, you know, Uh but it's so like that was, that was back then. And then going to college, you know, just, it continues. It never really leaves you. Like you feel like you don't ever really arrive. And my fitness journey has a lot to do with making my confidence shoot up because I found a fitness program that worked for me when I graduated from um, college or like when my senior year of college, I found CrossFit. And I mean, I'm not saying that like everybody needs to hop on the CrossFit train, but I don't participate in anything that doesn't make sense, you know, and CrossFit made sense. I'm not into the hype of CrossFit because it looked cool. Actually, at that time, it really wasn't that cool at all. I was like one of very few people doing it. And like, now it's like on every corner, you know, and so I participated in that and I got a lot of results physically, which aided to the way I saw myself. You know, I'm like, I became more confident and more at peace with my body mentally because I liked that I was in a healthier place. However, that never really took care of my perfectionism. Um, even though like I got results and it was great and my clothes fit and like, yay. Like I thought, what am I going to do if I gain weight? Like, what, if, what am I going to do if I start to backslide? What am I going to do? Like if I start to lose these results and guess what? Like, yeah, I did. <laughs> like I've had such an up and down journey with my fitness where I've gained so much weight, lost it again, gained all this muscle, looked like a machine, lost it all. And I took that so personally where I felt so flawed. I felt like, what is wrong with me? Why can't I stay consistent? Why can't I just figure this out? Like, and the truth is like life happens and, um, things happen and you just have to do the best that you can with like what you have. I have a history of eating for comfort. And when I was stressed out, I would eat and guess what? You gain weight when you eat or like when you overeat, you know, like eat junky foods and you know, don't care, don't take care of yourself. And I used it as, uh, I used it as a way of comfort and addiction and I abused it. And I saw so many flaws in myself that, you know, I was like, I hate the way that I am. I hate that I, that I can't just love myself, that I can't just find, 
peace with my body, you know, and um, there is an element of physical fitness that does matter for sure. But you can be the most fit person in the world. But if your mental strength is really what's down, it doesn't matter like how you look physically because you're still going to be shallow on the inside. So I was still pretty shallow, you know, like I was still hanging on to my results thinking that my entire being like resided in my waist size and my weight, you know, and I kept it there for a while. And then guess what? I lost it. And so I had to go through, even within the past six months, I've had to just really find a place of just being at peace with taking it one step at a time and actually taking care of myself in a way that allows me to actually be happy with feeding myself good things and um, staying active just to be active and not putting this pressure on myself that like, hey, if I don't lift X amount of weight, if I don't do 20 pull-ups in a row, if I don't do this, da, 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 that means I'm a sucky person. I'm a sucky athlete or whatever. And even as a coach, there's a lot of like pressure that, oh, I'm, a, I'm supposed to be a fitness coach. I'm supposed to have arrived. I'm supposed to be at this point, but I'm not. I'm like where everyone else is, but actually that's what makes you approachable. That's what makes you relatable, you know? Um, so, I mean, God's been really cool in that way, but it's hard. Like I just, my journey has been all over the place, but I still keep fighting and still keep pressing on because I know it's, it's good for me. And I know what happens when I don't take care of myself and it doesn't make it any better to like, to just give up. So um, I think what my journey has been like in the past, like I said, a couple of months, six months is just releasing pressure. And, um, and just allowing my body to do its thing, you know, but, you know, not being lazy, but, you know, just taking it one step at a time and making changes where I can and not having the same pressure I did like a year ago, mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah. Yeah. And I really love what you said, just like the idea, like, Hey, um, you never fully arrive. And then you kind of wrap it up and be like, well, I think I should arrive because I'm X, Y, and Z because yeah. I'm a coach. I should be here because I've been doing this thing for so long because I know we just say, we just put these expectations of our, on ourselves. And, you know, I've been reading Darren, um, Darren Greatly by Brene Brown talks a lot about shame. And I remember reading this particular chapter and it started talking about shame I literally had to just sit there because I was like, this is actually what my issue was and has been in all of these areas of my life, not just with food, my body, myself, but with finances. Hey, I'm an accountant. I should have my finances together all the time because I, I learned this, right? Sort of. I didn't really. Uh, but there's so much shame. And I remember, I mean, you know, just like specific moments on this entrepreneur journey, specifically like feeling so much shame around my finances, feeling so much shame around um, all these things. And I think there, you know, she even talks about shame is like where you feel disconnected, where you feel like you can't be vulnerable and you feel like you're not worthy of belonging. That's at the end of the day, what we all want. We want to belong. We want to feel connected. We want to know that who we are is enough. Mm -hmm. And we're just taught these con contradictory messages that it's, that we're never enough. And so actually sometimes when it comes to even my journey now, I've gotten to the place where similar with you, like we're letting go, we're just at peace. I'm like, should I try to lose weight now? You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm okay. Is that, it's, is it okay to be okay? Or should I constantly be trying to fix myself? Yeah. And yeah. there's room for improvement, like for sure. There yeah. is always room for improvement. In I don't have what I'm working on, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like, I, I should be, oh, I'm good. You know, like, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm just finishing up the whole 30 and it's like, I, I didn't lose anything this time. And it's like, man, you know, at the same time, I'm like, I think my body's always just where it should be. And, but we have in our mind, like, if I don't do this, 
How come I didn't lose? How come I didn't get fast? You know, and I just think we are constantly, we're reinforcing that, that we're not good enough because we, that's what we hear. And so we need to take ownership of our thoughts and our emotions and say, no, this is good enough. I'm good enough. Um, Because I remember in my journey too, when I started in high school, started to lose weight and it was just kind of a natural thing, did sports, whatever, just started to take care of my body better. But I remember hearing specific people just say, oh, wow, you're looking really good. You know, like, and then so in my mind, I'm like, I'm being affirmed. So I have to keep going. And so I look bad before then. Yeah. Yeah. And so then it's like, if you're not hearing that, am I still looking good? Or God forbid you gain back weight. And that's the first thing to talk about. And so then I started to see, or I got too skinny and people are like, you're too. So then I started to see like, man, people can't make up their mind about how I should be. And that's the case. Everyone's opinion is going to change. So you need to find this absolute truth. That's not going to change. Sometimes that part outside of yourself. And for us, it is God and his, and his word about us and his truth about us. But I think it's that is understanding that if you're never okay with yourself, it doesn't matter what people think. It doesn't matter if everyone else is okay with you. Yeah. You're, you're just not going to be happy. You're still going to carry shame. You're still going to not feel enough. So yeah. Whatever so, you think about yourself, you're going to act that way. Yeah. You know, so yeah. And so it's just something that, you know, as, as I, as I was sharing, just, I thought I dealt with it with just food, my body and myself. But as we, as I, it's almost like I was done with that area, but as I go along, I start to say, actually, it's shame is and not feeling enough is showing up in my relationships. It's showing up in my relationship with God and and all these other things that I think it's getting to the core. Because I love what you said earlier, how um, even when you uh, you feel like you arrived, it doesn't really feel like enough because it's actually there's something deeper going on. Yeah. The food yeah. and the exercise are just like outward. Yeah manifestations of it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. So what would you say, um, as we just wrap up this introductory, um, part, what would you, what was one tip or bit of encouragement you would give to those listening as they've listened to this, this introduction? It's so hard. Um, it's so like on a practical level, um, it's so hard to do this but you really need to absorb yourself into truth about yourself. And I mean, everybody's definition of truth is different, you know, and where they're at in this world. But for me, I had to declare truth about myself out loud. And I felt stupid for a long time. Cause like, even if I don't believe it, like there's so much power in speaking something where you are hearing yourself say it and it builds faith, it builds belief in what you are saying and you have to stick with it. Like you have to declare that like, I am enough. Like I am beautiful the way that I am and not in like in the cheesy way where it's like, you know, when people say like, Oh, just tell yourself like, like, no, I don't mean like one time. I mean like the minute that you start to be like, gosh, like my thighs are touching or like, you know, these jeans don't fit or like I used to have muscle here, but I don't anymore. Like you need to stop yourself in that same moment and be like, no, like just because this has happened to me does not make me less of a person. It does not make me less of a human being. It does not make me less beautiful. It does not make me less capable. It does not make me less worthy of anything. Like my body is my body. And I have gone through what I've gone through 
and I will continue to go through whatever I go through. My body will always be up and down because there is no perfect scenario where it stays the same always and I'm always in control. I am beautiful. I am fine. I am not flawed and I am not going to believe this lie. So like you have to tell yourself that every time you're about to say whatever and start negative comment about yourself. And I've been doing that recently where I'm like, no, like I just stop myself in the same sentence and I'm like, I'm doing the best that I can. Like I'm doing the best that I possibly can. And that is enough for me. Like I have been through harder things in my life than this, you know? So like, I'm not about to equate my worth or my value on my, on the number on my scale or like the fact that this doesn't fit me anymore. Fine. Then I guess I'm going to have to just deal with that and move forward and just take the steps that I can take and eat better or exercise more or just have more peace with just actually like feeding myself good things, not just physical food, but like truths about myself. And then if I think those things about myself, I will want to take care of myself. A lot of the abuse that we go through today is because of the way we think about ourselves. You know, like I sabotage my own health by feeding myself junk or not exercising or being lazy or being sad because I don't feel like I'm worth anything else because I think that nothing will change or like, because I'm upset that I'm not at 150, 150 pounds or the way that I used to be, or that I'm not shredded the way that I used to be. I'm so upset that I'm not in that place anymore that I just sabotage myself and I, I, I do what I can to keep myself going further and further and further down the hole because I feel so angry at it. But if I had just made peace with myself and said, look, I know that I'm not there anymore, but the circumstances that I've gone through in my life are not what it was then either. So that's not fair to compare. So I just have to deal with that. And I think that's what you would, I would tell someone else to deal with that too. You know, like every time you're about to say something negative, like rephrase it with the truth because every time you just keep thinking negative things about yourself, it's just getting worse. You're just pushing yourself further and further away from what you really want, you know? And if you can't love yourself, then there's no way that you're going to be able to like love anything else or anyone else around you, you know? So that's what I would say on a practical level. Um, sounds cheesy because I hate what people said, just repeat this 10 times in the mirror. Like, no, that's not what I'm talking about, <laughs> you know? So that's what I would say. No, I would say the same thing because there is, there's power in our tongues. There's power in the words we say. If words got us to this point, then words can get us out, right? Like we've heard something, whether it's we, we watched something or someone said something to us that etched in our memory a belief. And it's really, we are rewriting our story and rewriting our beliefs. Yeah. And that takes a, a lot of work, right? And so I think what you're basically saying is like, you know, asking people to create their own affirmations and whether it's this verse, no flaw, you know, you're altogether beautiful, my darling, there's no flaw in you. And you replace it with saying, I am altogether beautiful. Or mm-hmm. even replacing your name, Brianna, you're altogether beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I, I would su- yeah. yeah, I would suggest a great app that I use called Think Up. It's an affirmation yeah. app. Um, you can get four, you can write your own four affirmations for free, or you could use some ones they have, or you could just buy, buy, purchase it and you can write as many as you, as you want, I think. Um, and I just have found that that really, like maybe I'm driving and I'm just like, you know, I don't need to listen to worship music. I don't even need to listen to an encouraging book. I need to listen to myself say truth about myself because everyone else is saying this, but what am I saying? It's different. And yeah. so I've cried many times actually listening to myself say these sweet things about myself. I'm like, oh my God, like, I really believe you feel that, that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you 
are strong. I'm like, I'm strong, you know? Yeah. Um, like the app allows you to record it. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I've gotten really specific. Like, so say if like, you know, I'm going to probably take my CrossFit level one fitness training course very soon. And I just like, Brianna, you have what it takes to pass this because you know, it's just like, sometimes yeah. you're, I hate tests, even though I love learning. Uh, and so just being very specific with it and then very general, like Brianna, you are enough and all these things. And um, there's actually one thing, and I'm going to include this in the, the um, no flaw, like free journal that I'm going to do for the, with this series. But I was listening to uh, Lisa Nichols. Um, she wrote a book called no matter what, and she would very similar. She would tell herself in the mirror, I think four different things. Each day she said, she would say, Lisa, I appreciate this about you and would try to say seven things. And Lisa, I forgive you for seven things. Um, I'm committed to you for seven things. And then there's one other thing I need to check out. And I just did that one. And that's one of my affirmations saying like, Brianna, I, and I think it's something along the lines of, okay, Brianna, I forgive you for not being perfect with your finances. And I'm like, oh. Thank you, Brianna, for yeah. kidding yourself. And so actually putting your name as if someone's saying it to you is very powerful as well in that affirmation. So um, definitely, guys, check out that free resource. Definitely. Um, or the app, Think Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to write the comments. No matter what. And yeah, so those are the two things that I, we would suggest, basically just speaking truth to yourself, whatever way you need to do that, whether it's writing it down, posting it over the walls, or, you know, writing it in your app and an app. Oh, yeah. Hey, listen, Nikki has some stuff like painted on her mirrors. It's awesome. It's great. She has it all over her room, you too. You got to remind yourself, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, everyone, I just want to invite you to continue on with us in this series. We're going to talk about food, your body, and your self-mix, and then just a wrap up all together. And I am having two master classes around this topic where we're going to go more in depth into creating affirmations. And if you're going to come to the one locally specifically too, I'm going to give you handmade affirmation cards you can do. And then we're going to, I'm going to combine essential oils with it. The I am fabulous book, Nikki. Mm. So excited. So emotional blends around I am whole, I'm enough and all these different things. And then online, of course, the same stuff I'm going to do, but I'm not going to have the oils to give you online. So those two classes, March 15th is the one locally. And then March 19th is the one online. And then um, of course I'm doing an overall program flock to flourishing six month coaching program around the set registration opens March 19th. So there's a lot of stuff in store for you this month around this topic. So journey with us in the podcast, come to the classes and just see, you know, sometimes I feel like people can come to a class and they're good. They get support. But if you know you need group and one-on-one coaching support for six months, um, definitely check out that program. So thank you so much, Nikki, for joining. Thank awesome. You. Okay, everyone, um, be sure to check out the links that goes with this blog post and we'll see you on the next episode. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast and I hope you are leaving feeling equipped, encouraged, and empowered to truly be healthy and thrive in your whole health and life. So share this podcast with others, subscribe, and let me know how it impacted you. And of course, be sure to check out the corresponding blog post that has all the links to the free goodies that were mentioned during the episode. That's it for me for now, but I will see you soon on the next episode.